Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Let's Talk CFL Podcast. Roundtable discussion recorded live on Sunday and Wednesday nights. Visit Let's Talk CFL on Facebook for showtime. Brought to you by the Let's Talk Sports Groups on Facebook. Our partners, LostWorldOnSports.com. Stream live on BlogTalkRadio.com. There we go. I think I can be heard now. Good evening, and uh, we are back. It's a new year, and it's uh, we're through all of the uh, all of the fun, uh, interesting um, holiday season. But now we're back. It's 2021. Yep, 2020, the year that seemed like it was 25 years long is now over and done and everything's going to be, you know, everything's going to be good now, right? Well, that may not be the case. Uh, but we're back. That is definitely good, or at least some people probably think it's good. And we are back to talk CFL as we do every Wednesday night and Sundays during the season, if there is a season. But uh, we're looking forward to that there. And good evening. It's uh, Charles Cliff here sitting in for uh cj christopher jones he was with us uh before but uh he had to go tend to something so uh i'm not sure he may be back joining us in a little bit but uh i'm uh, taking over at this point so good evening welcome like i said to uh let's talk cfl our first show of 2021 our first show in about three weeks uh having uh been done halfway through the um um halfway through the uh, year, so we're back, and we are ready to talk CFL and talk football, and uh, who knows, other uh, things will come up in the, um, in the um, uh, CFL and sports and so on, but through the podcast, but we'll be here uh, talking about it here, so good evening, welcome back, I'm kind of rambling here, because I kind of just took over here at the last second. Uh, as uh, CJ had to go and tend to something, but I'm back. Welcome back to Let's Talk CFL and our first show of 2021. So I think it's time to bring somebody else in because I'm just kind of rambling at the moment, and you guys are probably getting annoyed if you're listening. So let's do that, and let's bring in Will from Calgary. He's going to join us here. Uh, We'll bring him in. Good evening, Will. How are you? Good evening, Will. How are you? I'm just waiting to. I was just waiting to respond to that. Just, just wanted you to think that you were alone. And I was for a second, I thought I was. For, I was going to see if you could go for two hours without without talking to anybody except to yourself. But I was. It, the novelty wore off could. after twenty seconds. The novelty yep. wore after twenty seconds. Anyways, I'm good. I'm excited that we're in 2021 because the nice thing about being in 2021 is we're not in 2020. Yes, that's true. And that's I'm not sure. I'm not plus. sure. I'm not sure what's going to happen this year. Um, I'm hoping it's going to be a better year than last year. I'm hoping we will have CFL football in some shape and form. I think we're all hoping that. Because I'm getting tired of watching NFL football. Sorry, I just don't find it that exciting. Um, 
I find parts of it exciting. Chase Claypool, once again, had another great game on Sunday, which was kind of neat. Yep. Um, for a Canadian, for a Canadian from Abbotsford. Um, yep. And, uh, yeah. So, um, um, and, and, you know, I, I'm curious to see who's going to win the, the Super Bowl this year. It's, it's one of my things. And mm-hmm. I, I would think that Kansas City has to be the odds-on favorite. Yeah, uh, they won last year, and, uh, yeah, you got to think so, because, um, quite frankly, they, they won last spot. year, they looked just as strong this year. <laughs> yeah, and they got the top spot in the playoffs, so we shall see. We shall mm-hmm. see. Unless, yep. I mean, one of the one of the factors this year, and we didn't have it last year in the playoffs, one of the factors is yep. actually COVID. Okay, That's true. Yep. How many guys are going to catch COVID the day before, you know, the Super Bowl or or the NFC or AFC final, yep. right? Well, it's, well it's I read amazing. this morning, too, that the, Cle- the Cleveland Browns have two coaches that uh, apparently have, are, uh, have COVID. Uh, yeah, their head coach. He's not yeah. available for the game on, on Sunday or Saturday or whenever it is. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, so that's a bit of a problem. That's kind of significant, you would think. Yeah, it is. It yep. is. But I mean, I'm I'm wondering if a guy like that could uh, coach, mm-hmm. you know, from a from a private room or something like that, where he could well, see the game. Well, that's certainly possible. Probably easier for the you coach know, and the players. Right. Or or think about it. There's nobody. There's nobody really in the press boxes or in the or in the you know fan boxes. So why couldn't he do something from there? Yeah, good point. As long as long as he isolated, right? Yeah, that makes sense. So and it's funny, and I, I'm just I shouldn't get on to this COVID topic, but I mean the last shutdown in Calgary was uh, December 13th. That was when mm-hmm. everybody went into lockdown again here. And my head mm-hmm. drafting guy at work, my head drafting guy at work, um, ended up with COVID over the Christmas holidays. But he hadn't he hadn't been in my office in almost three weeks because he mm-hmm. was working from home, which yeah. saved a whole bunch of us at the office, if you know what I mean. Right. So and that's certainly a plus. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. So. Well, we're back now, and like you said, it's a new year. It's not 2020 anymore, so that's a good thing. And we're on to 2021, so uh, like you, I'm hoping we get to see some CFL football this week. Or this not this week. It's not going to be that quick, but this year. Um, hmm. So, yeah, so we're going to move forward now. And, uh, yeah, we're back on the air after being off for, like, three weeks. So, uh, yeah, so... Good. Uh, I don't think CJ's back yet. Are you? Normally he chi- he pipes in if he comes back. So, all right. So, um, well, we we'll move into the agenda now for this week. Uh, for right now, I just have to open it up. Uh, I hate this new Facebook. It's so freaking confusing. I'm trying to pull up my mes- messenger and I can't find it. Here it is. Oh, boy, why do they keep changing Facebook? I mean, there was nothing wrong with it before. Because really they they try it. It's the same as why do they? I don't know if you have an iPhone, but they I do. update iPhone. 
the update the updates on the iPhone drive me nuts. Okay. Yeah, I know what you I, mean. Just just when I get used to something, they change it. Yes, they do. So. So. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. So going to our agenda segment one. So this is something that last weekend got a lot of people's feathers uh, ruffled. Uh, last weekend, and that was, um, well, it basically boiled down to do with uh, Chris Strebler, uh who, of course, ended up playing, uh, well, a significant amount last week. Well, of course, Chris Strebler, CFL legend, according to some guys there. So, uh, But he ended Canadian up playing uh, quite a bit. Yeah, Canadian legend, whatever. Uh, because uh, the Cardinals starting quarterback, Kyler Murray, he went down. Uh, Chris Trevler ended up coming in, and he was less than impressive, so to speak. In fact, he threw one uh, interception, a pick six, which was abnormally bad. It was just awful. I was watching the game at the time, and I I couldn't believe that he actually threw the pass that he did. So that was pretty poor. But then after that, uh, he got some um, flack, so to speak, from... Well, the one that was from a few people, but the one that was probably the most notable being um, uh, Boomer Siason, who kind of called him out uh, for uh, his play and so on, and uh, pretty much started taking shots at the uh, CFL, uh, saying, oh, well, that's the, the, that pass, this isn't the CFL, this isn't the Grey Cup, you shouldn't be throwing that pass. And that kind of got some CFL fans kind of up in arms because, uh, you know, they saw him taking a shot at the CFL, and they really figured that that was kind of, uh, it was classless and so on. Uh, did you hear the comment? I, I think you said before that you heard the comment. What did you think? Did you have a problem with I, it? Are people being over-sensitive? Over I, read, I read the comment. I didn't watch that game. I read the comment, and um, my thoughts were, Number one, Boomer Esiason has always been an arrogant dick. Excuse the expression. Um, You're right. And, num- and number two, he's probably never, ever watched a CFL football game in his life. Because I would he think might not he's have. too arrogant. He's too mm-hmm. arrogant to watch CFL football. And, yep. and it's, it, it's not the first time he's been in trouble. Probably won't be the last time he, he's been in trouble. And mm-hmm. you know, I I, I just I, it it bothers me that he was taking pot shots of the CFL. And let's face it, Chris Trebler was probably the twentieth best quarterback in the CFL last year. Mm-hmm. The last year he was in the CFL. I mean, if we rated him as a running back, he'd probably be up there with Andrew Harris. But he was a quarterback. So. Yep. I, I mean, do I have a problem with what he said? No, not really, because he ha- he's like everybody else. He can have his own opinion. The thing that amazed me the most was that people were so upset that he said mm-hmm. those things. I mean, it's a free world. It's freedom of speech. You can say what you want. And if you let it bother you, well, that's on you. That's on nobody but you. I mean, do I still like the CFL after what he said? Of course I do. So... Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's, well, it's funny, is, but I, I think is... I I think part of the problem is people have too much time on their hands right now. Yeah. Okay. Because we can't do a lot of things. 
and and they're putting all of this negative energy into things that mm-hmm. you know normally they just let it run by. So right, just saying. And the Go thing ahead. is, this is this is not the first time that a American broadcaster has taken a shot or said something. Uh, disparaging about the CFL. I mean, we've heard it many times before. This is nothing new. So, I mean, uh, first of all, the, the the fact that these guys were considering Strebler one of the best in the CFL is ludicrous at best. I don't. That came back before, and it never made sense to me. But second of all, I mean, you're talking about guys like you said. Probably a lot of these guys have never seen the CFL game, so. Why are we getting so bent out of shape because they said something uh, negative about the CFL? There are lots of people in Canada that do say negative stuff in the CFL. There are media members in Canada that say negative stuff about the CFL. I'm far more um, um, problematic to me with P- Canadian media guys than I would be with uh, Boomer Siason. I'm sorry. Like you said, Boomer Siason, he's got his – I mean, he's um, – his mouth has gotten him into trouble before. This isn't the first time that's happened to him. So I don't see why this is such a people are making a big deal out of. Yeah, it was a dumb statement. I thought it was a dumb statement. I didn't like the statement, but I mean, I don't think there's any real reason to get all, all over the top out of shape about it. It doesn't make any sense to me. No. And and you know what? And I mean, I read it in another article. I think Boomer Esiason, uh interviewed Doug Flutie once upon a time after he went yeah. back to the NFL and one of the statements he used was too bad you wasted so much time in the CFL and uh-huh. apparently and I'm and I'm not surprised apparently Doug Flutie vehemently defended the CFL which we kind That's of figured good. he would do well right? I think most people that that play in the CFL will because a boomer said yes. To me, Boomer Ossetian has always seemed like a guy that thought he was better than everybody else to begin with. And I'm talking yeah. about not just CFL people, but when he's, like, uh, commentating with other NFL guys, you think he's better than them. And uh, the other thing is is that when guys have played in the CFL, which, of course, Boomer Ossetian never did, but when guys did, they have a lot more respect for it because they see the quality of play. So I think it's kind of weird for them to, uh, I don't know, it makes no sense to me. Yeah, no, me either. I mean, let's face yeah, it, I so, think Boomer Esiason, if I remember correctly, was in a Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. And he came close he to lost. winning. He came close to winning, I do believe, but he still mm-hmm. lost. Correct. Um, and And after that, I, you know... He was a starting quarterback in the NFL for Cincinnati for most of his career. Yippee. Okay, yeah. so that's all. And, I and the Bengals him. have had like a storied career, storied years. I, I, they've yeah. won so many Super Bowls, you can't keep count. Okay. Yeah. And uh, that's that's that's. But I mean, yeah, you can you can you can say what you want. Hey, I've got a question yep. for you since we're since we're on the NFL. You watch NFL, okay. I guess, right? I do, yes. Okay, do you ever watch the shows before the NFL? Like, uh, you know, there's the TSN show, what's it called? NFL Today or something. NFL, uh, NFL, it's um, NFL Game Day, and then they've got Fox NFL Sunday. And 
right. I know which ones right. you're talking about. Yeah. So, so you see these these guys in their roundtable discussion. These and a right. lot of them are former NFL football players, correct? Yes, they are. My question is, why do most of these guys wear running shoes with their suits? I don't know. I never really thought about it. What? I, I I have because I've seen it here as well. I'll see mm-hmm. a really nice, nicely dressed athlete, and he's wearing runners. And I and I'm just trying to figure out: is that an athletic thing, or is that just a? It's it it's might the, be because, like you said, I've seen other guys do it, so maybe it's just a comfort thing. I'm not sure, but you well, see yeah, out and there. that's what I was thinking. That's what I was thinking, but I don't know. I'm just curious. Mm-hmm. So, anyways, anybody out yep. there listening to us, maybe they can send us a message and tell us why that is, if they know. Yeah, why. I can tell you. Oh, Zach. I can tell you. They just okay, have no style. Me. Well, and that might I, be it too. Because I am I am the guy who knows how to put these things together. I I just don't there's nothing that kills me more than a really nice suit without a pair of shoes, okay? Makes me crazy. Well, you're the shoe guy too with your uh well, I've, what I've was never, it? One hundred and fifteen, whatever. Whatever it is, I, I've never, I've never worn runners with a suit. Okay, just yeah. I've never done it. I would, I would go into convulsions. Okay, that's why. You I, and by the way, I to say, I just, Maybe uh, just to jump thing. in there. Yeah, yep. I did a FaceTime chat with um, Will over um, the over the holidays. He literally showed me all of his shoes. He's not exaggerating about that. He oh, I know. I've seen them. All of his shoes. Yeah. No, I actually so witnessed them. I, I, I could touch them, Charles. Yeah. Hundreds, hundreds and hundreds. Huh. The legend, the legend, the myth, the man, whatever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> shoes. Yeah. So shoes, that like, means Willie. Willie's toy is shoes. He wastes his money on shoes, okay? Shoes and watches and purses and what else? And I am not going to even tell you how much money I dropped at Sunglass Hut on Boxing Day because it was obscene. Okay, where? Sunglasses? Yes. Oh, yeah, Boxing Day sales, yeah. You see, now, if if people don't know me very well, I'm pretty close to blind, okay? And... One of the one of the biggest things for me is when I was 18 years old, I bought my first set of contact lenses, and with contact lenses, I could wear sunglasses. Okay, and I hmm. think it's the, the greatest thing of all time. Well, why don't you have and prescription sunglasses? Because my my glasses are way too thick, Christopher. It'd be it's it's insane how thick my glasses are. Okay, so. And I used to buy cheap sunglasses, and I used to break them all the time. And so, and so, I convinced my wife that I should spend three hundred bucks on a pair on a on a set of Ray Bans. Yeah. And I bought them, and I bought them, and those Ray Bans are twenty six years old. I still have them. I, I exactly. Okay. I, I used to do that all and, the time. Buy cheap sunglasses, lose them. Buy an expensive pair, yeah. you take care of them. You'll never lose them. Yeah, I, I had a pair of mountaineering glasses that were like 300 bucks, and that was when I was 18 years old. 
I think I yes. still have them somewhere. And now I'm up to, I think I'm up to 40 pairs of repents. Did I say that out loud? Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. I honestly used to be terrible. I used to lose sunglasses constantly. Yep. Spend 500 bucks on a pair of sunglasses. You won't lose them. That actually makes a lot more sense, yeah, because who cares if you lose a $15 pair of sunglasses? That's a good point. Oh, yeah. Hey, I I lost my toque over the holidays. I went in for (laughs) x-rays or for a blood test. On, on, New, on New Year's Eve, I lost my toque. It was a Carhartt toque. It was like 20 bucks for a toque. That's very for, Canadian. Like, it's, it's a toque. Yes, it is. And, and I went back to the hospital yesterday and took it out of the lost and bound because it was my fucking toque. I wanted it. Do you know what they call toques in, in Texas? Yeah, they're, they're wool caps. No. What? They call them toboggans. Toboggans. You research that, Christopher, if you can. They call them I, toboggans. I I really don't have any desire. It's, I, it's, I'm, I'm really trying amazing. not to uh, research anything on America right now. Well, wait a minute. Do they even wear toques in Texas? I never thought it got cold enough to wear toques in Texas. Oh, I was in Texas, and it was like 70 degrees, and the women were wearing fur coats because it was so cold. Yes. And I'm walking yes. around with my Birkenstocks and shorts on. I've, and and I've, they're looking I've, at me as I've, if I'm a lunatic. I've walked down the strip in Las Vegas when it's 72 out in shorts, and people look at me like I'm insane. I, I was in Vegas on, on, on Valentine's Day with my wife. We went for a wedding. A friend got married on Valentine's Day down there, and we got our your bathing suits on, our towels, got a whole pile of stuff, went down to where Mandalay Bay, one of the, the nicest, it was the, yep. the newest hotel on, on, on the strip at the time. This was quite a while ago, 20-some-odd yes. yes. years ago. And we went down there, and they have a, a seven- or nine-acre swimming pool. We're all excited to go down there. We get there, and there's and a chain closed. around the door and a sign that says, Closed for Winter. Uh-huh. And I said, this is I, winter. I remember going to uh-huh. Disneyland in in February. It was like seventy, I think seventy four, seventy five degrees out. I'm there in shorts and uh, uh, and like a golf shirt and stuff like that. All the people working there are in big winter coats. Yeah. Well, so yes, you, your question was, I do guess, they yeah. even wear suits in Texas? I guess Hell they yeah. do. Yeah. It's just yeah, summertime they that they wear them. It's also a fashion statement too, you know. If you want to look gangster like, you want to look gangster like, wear a toque. Right. Well, so, I mean, Bob Marley wore a toque sort of thing right over his dreadlocks, and yes. he's from Jamaica. Yes. And I just also discovered something else today. Christopher Jones likes Yellowstone. No, correct? I don't. No, that's not you true. Don't like I've never it. seen it. I, I, okay. I, 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 it's my next series to watch. Okay, so, so give I, can't, I cannot give you four, an opinion on it. Give it at least four episodes, okay? Oh, did you enjoy it? I I binge watched all three seasons over Christmas holidays. Okay, yeah, I I, kinda, I think I'm, I'm going to probably do me, the same thing. It kind of reminds me of The Sopranos, only cowboys. Okay. 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 I see. I've never seen The Sopranos. 
Um, there's some really good. There's some really good characters. I, I don't doubt that. I don't. I, and I, it's not because I've got a problem with it, like *Turn the Simpsons*. I just haven't done it yet. Yeah. No, I, I haven't I, watched *The Mandalorian* I, yet. I, I do like. I do like. Uh, I do like Kevin Costner. I always have liked Kevin Costner. I, except when he's I in an, it, to make an epic movie. Well, yeah, but he's made some really good epic movies. Like what? And some really bad Pick. ones. Pick one. What? What? Waterworld? No. Dancing with no, Wolves? That, or that was, was it? that was an epic. That was an ex epic shit dump. Was Waterworld? Okay. Oh, of, of and course. Postman. That was and an Postman was pretty Postman's bad. Another Postman one. was but, pretty bad. But Bull Durham was exceptional. Tin Cup, again, okay? Yep. Um, uh, Field draft of Dreams, day. amazing. Draft Day. The Guardian, right. oh, yep. Draft Day, The Guardian. Did, did you guys well, watch The Guardian? it was okay. No. Yes, I've watched The Guardian. It's about the Coast Guard up in Alaska. Good movie. Yes, he, yes, I yeah, Another it. one he did was uh, one called uh, 13 Days about the Cuban Missile Crisis. Really good movie. That. Really, um, really good movie. Didn't he do one, uh, Bonnie and Clyde? No, um, he did something about that. No, nah, it doesn't matter. doesn't matter. Um, There's that here, really one. old one, one of, his, one of his first movies where he's the Russian spy, but you don't know that till the end of the movie. What oh, was that, that was called? exceptional. That was exceptional. Yes, I love that. And, 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 I love and that, that. That chick was in it, that, that gorgeous one, and she yes. got killed. Uh, Gene Hackman yes. was in that. Yes, that's correct. Oh yeah, yeah, I know which one you're talking about. Um, no way out. No way out. That's right. No way out. That's that's right. That's what it was called. Yep. Yeah, he's made a lot of good movies. And sorry, I did like Dances with Wolves, guys. I apologize for that, but I oh, really so did, did I. like that movie. Yeah, I, I thought it was it an too. excellent movie. So, you know, but yeah, he's done lots of good movies, in my opinion. I, I just sent sent you uh, in our podcast chat. Okay, I didn't beep. I got it here. I was ready to go. Oh, because my beeper's off. That's a little faith I have left in humanity. <laughs> it's a true story. That's funny. Yeah. Yeah, uh, no, I... Uh, so yeah, I'm excited about Yellowstone. I think it's going to be good. But I, uh, I absolutely loved Mandalorian. Yeah, I did too. They took all the shit out of everything and made it simple Star Wars movie. Okay, mm-hmm. and it was awesome. It was awesome. Yeah, that that so. that SGI of Luke was awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I only watched one episode. Of course, you have to fall in love with Baby Yoda, right? <laughs> uh, I, I'm going to go out on a stretch on a limb here. I was a little yes. um, uh, teared up at the end there. <laughs> <laughs> Is that right? Try not okay. to say too much more because I still haven't. I've seen the first episode, and that was all I. Yeah, seen. I haven't. I haven't. I, I haven't, haven't seen the rest the of the Mandalorian. I kept I wanting to watch it, it and. I haven't yeah. seen the second season, and I want to watch that. So 
Oh, haven't well, you seen the second I think season? Baby Yoda's okay, okay, kind okay, of okay, annoying. Okay, but... okay, okay. Ne- never yeah. mind. I'm not going to say anything more. Will, watch the second season. Watch every episode. There's only eight of them. Do it now, okay? I'm going to put you on mute. You can watch them. No. <laughs> no. I'm not going to do that. I want to talk about football. Se- seriously, though, it, it, it's an exceptional series. It yeah. is. Especially so. if you're a Star Wars fan. And I'm a massive I saw the yeah. first episode, which was really good, but I haven't watched the rest. But I plan to. I was. I, I and thought Charles, you were season. Sorry, well, I didn't mean to say anything Charles, bad. Charles, all I yeah. will say, Charles, is it gets better. Okay. Oh, it I'm gets, sure it gets better. That's it, what it I've gets heard. Better and better and better. Yes, it does. Yep. Oh, the last episode oh. is ten times, a hundred times better than the first episode. It just is an amazing show. Amazing show. Yeah. And yeah. I, I really like Gina. <laughs> do you know who she is, Will? Yeah, okay. Yeah, I do so. But we can't say anything because Charles is listening. No, I mean... It, and now he's whispering. It's got nothing to do with that. It's uh, She was a, a world champion MMA. The first female yes, I know. MMA champion. I know she was. I know she was. I got all that... Hmm. Background, background stuff from from my stepson, who is the biggest Star Wars nerd on the face of the earth. Okay, like well, I don't, I don't so, believe that. But no, 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 no. He's <laughs> read. Okay, are you ready? He's read all the books. So have I. I've got them all. There's well, like no, no. And, sixty-seven and it, of them. And it was funny. It never, it never dawned on me until one yeah. night I was sitting here. One night I was sitting here and his girlfriend was here and he mentioned to me about he's read all the Star Wars books and she looks at me and she says, what kind of fucking nerd reads all the Star Wars books? And I almost (laughs) fell off my chair. I was laughing so hard, okay? So, so, that was pretty funny. Anyways, I like Star Wars too. They were some amazing books. I mean, it's, it's really too bad. A lot of those books didn't become storylines for movies because they were they were yes. exceptional. They were they were better yeah. than the movies that were made. And if and if COVID keeps on going like the way COVID is, I have all the Star Wars books in my library at the end of my room I'm sitting in right now. I may read them. We'll see. Mm-hmm. Well, you got to we'll start see. with I know Church there was of Korra because it's the first one. So I know again? there was a book series called the I think it was called the Thrawn trilogy. That was oh, actually yeah. supposed to be taking place right after um, uh, after Return of the Jedi. Well, if you if you actually the, the books the first book was uh, done by Kathy. It wasn't the first book, but it's the first book after Return of the Jedi. It was called Truce at Bakura, and it was written by Kathy something. I don't remember. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I'm looking, I'm looking uh, at Kathy the... I'm looking at the hires. Yeah, okay. Okay. Uh, great book. But yeah, there, there's like the, lo- the Carillion trilogy, and then there's trilogy, and then there's, you know, all sorts of stuff. And, and they just went on and on and on and on. And I yeah, I read them all. So... Before there were theaters everywhere, in Vancouver, with a population of, what, one and a half 
million people back then, okay, in 1983. Um, there was only one theater that showed the first first movie. Mm-hmm. Not the first movie, not not A New Hope, but the, the, when, a, when a movie is released, it's not released all over the suburbs. It's only released in one theater, okay? So the right. week before Return of the Jedi was released, uh, the Stanley Theater on Granville Street in Vancouver had a double feature with A New Hope and Empire Strikes Back, okay? We, we went mm-hmm. to that. And then one week exactly later, we waited. I waited in line to Granville Street for the Odeon Theater, 18 hours in rain to watch Return of the Jedi. So please do not tell me that your son is a bigger nerd, Star Wars nerd than me. He's a, he's a bigger nerd than you are, trust he me. He is not. I just counted. I just counted in the library. There's 46 of them. Wow. Well, he, he's All missing right. some. I'm sh- I, I don't think that's all of them. That's all that's in the bookcase. I, I think I've so. got 67 of them. Okay. I'll have to look it up. Maybe it's something I'll do when I'm old and don't want to leave the house because I would have to wear a diaper if I left the house. Anyways. <laughs> Anyways. Can we talk about football now? I'd rather talk about we Boba Fett about, or something. We, we were talking know. about Chris Streveler, Christopher, before you when you left. Okay. Why? So what's your opinion? What's what's your opinion? Why? On Boomer, Boomer Esiason and Chris Streveler. Chris Streveler wasn't good enough to be a starting quarterback in the CFL. How did he get Correct. a job in the NFL? Even Agreed. as a backup. Even as a backup, there's because, better unemployed quarterbacks in no, the United no, States he's got than him. A certain, he's got a certain skill set. What? And his running the ball? Skill, his certain, he can run. His certain skill, listen, his certain skill set is running the ball. And a number of NFL teams in the last three or four years since Mahomes came along is looking for quarterbacks that can run. And I'm not talking about just a little run, that they can run big time. All right. What, you mean like so, Damon Allen and Darian Durant, both quarterbacks that were absolutely useless? Sorry. I, well, I, they, I, they still had long careers, Christopher, and they won great cups and, and so on and yes, so forth. Yes, so, yes, and so did Marcus Crandall. That is correct, but all I'm saying is that's the way the NFL is going. The NFL, it's kind of cool because in the last three or four years, they used to always go for the six foot five, 240-pound QBs, and Mahomes in Kansas City has blown that up, and now they are. And the dude in Seattle, Charles, help me, what's his name? Russell um, Wilson. Russell Wilson. And and they're getting but, more but, mobile quarterbacks. And that's why Strebler fits in. I don't Trevler have a problem in. with that. Don't, I don't have a problem with that. I love Mike Riley, Dave Dickinson, Casey Printers. I can't remember his name. Buck Pierce. Okay. Marcus I love the type of quarterback where they can actually – Duck the ball and Russell run like Wilson hell. Can throw. But you have right. to be able to throw the ball. And all of those quarterbacks could do that. Darian mm-hmm. Durant okay, couldn't throw the but, ball to save his but, life. Neither can Strebler. He's but, not going to be able on. to. But hold on. No, I, I wouldn't say that. And, and if you go back to, 
and here's a perfect example. If you go back to the years of the Edmonton Eskimos when they had Matt Dunnigan and Damon Allen as their quarterbacks, and they were rookies, and they had very little experience, their go-to thing was running. When they got in trouble, they used to run. Well, that's okay? any eventually, quarterback. Right, but eventually, Darian did, Damon Allen did that right through his entire career. Because, Correct, you but, know, uh, but he can... He also is one of the leading passers in CFL history. But that's because so, of years. Anthony Calvillo's the leading passer in history, and he wasn't that good of a quarterback. Yeah, yeah but he couldn't run. We're talking about no, running quarterbacks right now. Like so so Chris, Trevler, mm-hmm. Chris Trevler has only been in professional football for three years. He might get better, or he might not. He doesn't have an arm. Yeah, he can't pass. He can't throw he's the ball. Ter- he's, he's, well, no, yeah, he's a but terrible passer. We'll find out if he can. He he throws the ball like a shot put. I I get that. I get that. Okay. The mechanics aren't there. Mm-hmm. You see, the thing is with a guy like Chris Trevler, I don't know why he didn't stay in the CFL because he would have been a superstar in the CFL. Absolutely. Well, if he you stayed, want to know why? If his paycheck why? is greater as a as a backup. Well, I know that. I know that. But if he stayed in his lane, he would have been great in the CFL. Without question. So, so, but I can't, once again, we can't, cannot deny a guy making more money. And, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, and besides that, in Arizona, we know for sure he's never going to wear a fur coat with a can of booze in his hand, okay? Because it's too hot there. So, all I'm going to say about that. I'm just surprised <laughs> that they just signed him to begin with. Well, he reminds me. He reminds something. me a lot of Tim Tebow, and I've said this before. Yeah, no, that he can absolutely. run, but he can't throw. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. agreed. Okay, now, so we don't personally. I don't know why Strebler's in the NFL to start with. Why he actually got to start a game is beyond me. And he didn't get I, to start. He didn't Did start. He? Okay. he was a backup. Okay. No, no. I am absolutely. If the starter got hurt in the. First I, I'm not quarter. surprised by his numbers. Okay. Neither no. was I. No. No. I'm not. But you know what? I actually, it's not very often in the NFL where you see a third string guy come in and he kills the league. It's not very often. No, it's not okay. going to happen. So, so, so. But he's not That's a third string guy. He was he, he's been number two on their depth chart all year. Well, then somebody needs to change the coaches in Arizona, okay? Oh, we we know and that. What, do you know what the record was this year, Charles? I think seven and something or something. Not like that, good, wasn't it? No, it wasn't good. I've got a I've got a friend of mine that that I played football with in Winnipeg, and he lives in in Arizona and he's a big cards fan and I I just I just poke the bear constantly, okay? Because they're so bad most of the time. So anyways. Well the bomber fans still get insulted when you say he's not a good quarterback. Well come on Charles. He had a touchdown pass and two passes. Come on, that's that's five hundred percent, isn't it? Great. No. But then, That's he, not 500%. but then he threw a pick six. 
Then he threw That's a pick not 500%. six. That's not five hundred percent. That's five hundred. I know it's not. I know. Then he threw a pick six. Which is not so, good. Whatever. Mm-hmm. No. Okay, yeah, but so, lots of people have thrown pick sixes. So the quest the question here is actually two part. It's it's Chris Trevler in the NFL, and it says Dick Boomer. Is that correct? Is that what we're talking about? It says what? Boomer? It the says Dick what? Boomer. Boomer, yes. Boomer Esiason. Okay, this is a man who threw 184 picks in 185 games. Uh-huh. Am I correct? Yeah. The fact he got to play you 185 correct. games is amazing. Mm-hmm. He was a starting quarterback in the NFL for yes. Cincinnati. For Cincinnati. He got him to a Super Bowl. Like, they didn't win, but he got like, him there. Which is like a Cleveland, okay? Yeah. The Bengals. What are they with I know that. Ohio. There, there's, there's not much I know about the NFL, but I know that. It's the Cincinnati Bengals. Anyhow, um, when people mouth off about subjects that they know nothing about, I can't comment on it because it actually gives their statement credibility. One way or the other. Mm-hmm. Uh, he knows nothing about the CFL. I doubt he's even watched the game. I'm surprised if he actually knows where Canada is. So for me to comment on his stupid and ridiculous announcements, uh, I don't know. There, there's no point in it. You, you can't fix but stupid. As, as Charles and I were talking about before when you left... Um, because we do watch more NFL than you, and yes. we are aware of Boomer, and Boomer is a, Boomer is an arrogant ass. He's always been an arrogant ass. Okay, so the statement that came out of his mouth didn't surprise me whatsoever. Okay, so it, I, I don't watch the NFL. In fact, if you watched thirty seconds of an NFL game this year, you watched more NFL football than I did. Um, uh-huh. I, I've, I've been told, and I've been reading things on this, is that he was only the announcer on that game because the regular announcer got hurt or wasn't available COVID. or something COVID. like that. COVID. 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 Yeah. COVID. 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 So it's kind of it like supposed Chris to be Tony Trevler. Romo. Yes. So it's kind of like Strebler. He only got to play because he's a relief. Yeah. Okay. I, there's nothing more that needs to be said about this. No, there doesn't, really. Okay. So can we get back to our regular scheduled program? Well, that wasn't the regular schedule, so. I know. Charles, do you mind if I just, take over? Just, of course. Hey, Charles, just i got to ask Charles a question. What year do you think yes. Boomer was in the great, it was in the Super Bowl? What Do you know what year that was? Oh, Boomer Esiason? Um if I'm not mistaken, it was 1988. Okay. Is this a, is this a trick question? Or? Mm-hmm. No, 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 because my, my, my brother-in-law has always called his son Boomer, okay? Because mm-hmm. he, was, he was born the year Boomer was in the Super Bowl. So, he, oh, 98 or eight, 
Super Bowl so in 2023. In what? Yeah, well, what was year was it? It was the 23rd Super Bowl, and it was 87. Yeah, what, 87. 87. And my and nephew, I knew it was later. And, later, and, later, and that was see. the strike-shortened season. Yeah, let's see, 87, 97, 2007, 27. Yeah, that would make sense because my nephew is um, 34 years old now. So, and he okay. was born that year. My brother-in-law used to call him Boomer. So, but Boomer is a year older than we are. Well, yeah, I know. I know that. Okay. He's an old. He's fucker. not as pretty as I am. He's not as pretty no. as I am. He's a. No. He's an insignificant, jaded motherfucker. I'm sure. He's probably got less shoes. <laughs> <laughs> Old timer. I, I don't think it's supposed uh, to be motherfucker. Yeah. I, thought, I think it's supposed to be old timer. Yeah, that's it. That's what it is. He's an old timer. I guess so. Anyways, it doesn't matter. That's, that 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 line is going to end around in the CFL. Let's talk CFL podcast for eternity, kind of like Marcus Crandall and the Atlanta Schooners. Certainly, and that's yeah, a I'm, insignificant I'm jaded old-timer. Yeah, that, that's right. That's right. I'm I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. Anyways, moving on. Charles, or Christopher, take over. What's next? Yeah. What's next? Okay, so this is the 2021 CFL season opening day. We are going to pick our teams. Oh, for the we? season, because this is what we were said we were going to do starting January 6th, oh, that's which is right. exactly we did. 18 that's weeks correct. or 21 weeks until the gray cut, the, the season actually starts. I think one week in here we have to do two games. So we have to pick our teams right now because, okay, so what's happening here, last season, with the help of Sparky, Steve Sparksman, we had a uh, virtual CFL season. Uh, so we picked the teams which should have been playing that day, and we uh, Sparky had a uh, randomizing dice thing where he rolled the dice and certain teams won. Okay, that was the scores, and, and the certain teams won. Okay, so we're going to give him a little bit of – we thank him very much for this. Sparky and were wonderful. This year, and what happened was – the season mirrored what a regular CFL season does. It, it was so eerie that the East absolutely sucked. The West was dominant. There was a Western crossover. They, the, the Western crossover didn't advance. It was just like deja vu. On it was weird seasons. how realistic it was. It was. It was. There was two things that were actually awesome that were so close to reality we couldn't, couldn't believe it. And that was Winnipeg missed the playoffs and BC Lions won the Grey Cup. So it's mm-hmm. like so close to reality. It's amazing. Okay, so um, what we're doing this year is because there are people on our podcast that believe we will have a CFL season this year. I don't. But that's beside the point. So what we're going to do is we have the schedule for the 2021 CFL season. So instead of trying to do our virtual thing while the season is going on, if it actually goes on, we decided that we are going to start now, 
January 6th and pick week one of the CFL season. And then when the season, if the season actually does start, we're going to see how close to reality our virtual season was with the reality of the season. And if the season doesn't happen, we'll do another virtual season and we'll compare the two virtual seasons and see how well they did. Because we got fuck all else to do for the next six months, so this is what we're going to do. Okay? Because we can't guarantee there's going to be news stories. Don't know what's going to happen, so we're going to have a virtual season. Am I correct here, guys? Am I okay with this? Did I miss anything? Yep. Nope. No, you Yes, good. I missed something, or no, I'm good? good. No, you no, didn't. No, no, no you're, you're good. good. No, you're good. Okay, so we got four games on the schedule for week one of the 2021 CFL season. Virtual play is going to happen now. Hamilton versus Winnipeg. Charles, pick your poison. Hmm. Hamilton versus Winnipeg. Well, I guess this is the Grey Cup rematch of the most recently played Grey Cup. No, the most recently paid, paid Grey Cup was BC and Hamilton. BC okay. won. Well, whichever. Hamilton's then lost two years in a row in the Grey Cup. So uh, I'm going good. to go and I am going to uh, I'm going to give them a consolation prize and I will give uh, Hamilton, pick Hamilton to win this one. Okay. William, well, what are you going to do? I have a question. I have a, I have a question. Are we yes. are we playing by the same rules or not? Like, as in, does the home team get five points? Oh, well, Good yes. Question. Yes, yes, we're going to play by the same rules. Now, we do okay. not have a higher-ranked team for this week because there is no higher-ranked teams. Correct. So we're giving home field advantage five points, and that's Winnipeg. Right, okay. Okay, just sparking. You got this one. Okay, five points, home team only. I am going to pick Winter Peg then. Okay, are you good with that? Does this make sense? Yep. We're going to pick the same rules. We're going to go ahead exactly the same as last year. I I knew we we wanted to make a couple of changes, but let's – I don't remember what they were, so screw it. Let's carry on. Now, I have a question for you. We don't know when Sparky actually does this because he could do it tonight after the show or he could do it sometime before the next show, which is next Wednesday-ish. Okay? Mm -hmm. Yep. If you're not present for the show, do you get to make picks? Do we have a certain time frame in which you have to make your picks, or should the picks be put in before the show? If you can't make it, you should put in your picks early. We would do that on – if we were doing this before and we had a Thursday night game, the show was on Thursday, we had to put our picks in before the show. Right. That's I'm, why we're doing Wednesday uh, I, shows. I, I don't know about Charles, but – my thought is, uh, if you're not going to be on the show, you have to do them before, because you can look yeah. at. It. I think there's an advantage if you look at what guys have picked, and decide from there. Just saying. So, mm-hmm. and since we're making up this rule now, let's make this week an exception. Yeah. And let's 
let's let Mark put them in within 24 hours after this show. What do you think? Okay, I think that's fair. I'm good with that. But in the future, your picks have to be in before showtime. That's correct. Or you don't, or you get just nothing. Right. Okay. Sounds good. Yep, I'm good with that. We're in agreement with that, Charles? Let's say that again. If you don't get it in before the... In week two and and forward, if you're able to make the show, then you must place your picks prior to the start of the show or you don't or they're not valid. Yeah, that makes sense zero. to me. Yep. Okay. okay. Now, notable exception, okay, would be Charles, mm-hmm. who has to work late for a specific day and he joins the show halfway through it. Well, no, and I was just going to qualify that and say, if you put your picks in during the show, you're good with that as well. Okay. Are you okay with that? Yeah. yeah that that, and, and, and that would be okay. it, because uh, I know what my life is like, and I know what Will's life is like, and we, we're fairly stable. But our lives are pretty stable, Okay. So yeah, no, you're not talking about mentally. No, no absolutely <laughs> not. I'm not talking about our mental okay, stability good. here. Okay, good. I'm just saying that Charles, Charles's life, his career is more volatile than ours. There okay. are sometimes where I have later meetings in the evenings and stuff like that. Yep. That can be. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So yep. we're and, and Mark's unemployed, so he has no excuse. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. Okay. Stop it. So first. yeah. Oh, okay. Let's let's rephrase the the thing here. Okay. The picks have to be in play before the end of the show. There you go. That works for me. Yeah. That's okay. totally good. That's a good. Yeah. Yeah. So if you're yeah. not going to be on the show, make sure you text them to me prior to the end of the show. Okay. 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 And if you join halfway through it, we'll ask you for your picks. Okay? Yep. You bet. And Sparky, you do not accept anybody's picks unless they're from me. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm good that like that. Or unless someone bribes you, Sparky. No, and no, no, I no, no. 50, we, we talked I want about 50%, the bribery thing. I want fifty percent of the bribe, Sparky. Yeah. All, all I'm just saying is that the the you can only use the show as your source yes. for picks. Yes. Okay? If yeah. anybody chooses to change their picks after the show, don't listen to them. They're null and void. Great. And if they argue so we can't with them, eliminate all of their picks. Yeah, we can't do that anymore. No. Okay? Yeah. I don't care what injury report comes in the day be, day later. Okay, so Charles takes Hamilton. Will's got Winnipeg. Uh, Mark is absent, and CJ is going to take the hammer. Second game is going to be the well, Montreal. Wait a minute, though. Is there is there an exception to the rule for for me? Big... Of course. No, no, no. 
for oh, insignificant sorry. old angry jaded men? <laughs> no. No. Okay. Just asking. Who are you picking, buddy? For what? For for Ty Cats and Blue Bombers. I already said that. I said I'm taking the hammer. Did you? Hammer, okay. I'm taking Hamilton Tiger Cats, please. We're moving on now. Can I hey. do that? Uh, yep. Montreal Alouettes and the Ottawa Red Blacks. Ottawa is the home team with a five-point advantage. These are the two cellar dwellers from last year. Charles, you're up first, always. Hmm. Uh, let's see here. Uh, I, I still to this day don't like taking Ottawa, so I'm going to take Montreal. You're taking Montreal? Yes. Okay, and William? I'm taking Montreal, too. Okay, and CJ is taking the Red Blacks. I got Ottawa. Okay, the next game is the defending Grey Cup champion, BC Lions, are traveling to Calgary to play the Stampeders. Calgary is a five-point advantage. Charles, who are you taking? Say it out loud for Sparky. Well, you don't really have to ask me, but I will say it out loud for Sparky's benefit, and I will take the BC Lions. Okay. And William? Stampeders. And CJ will take the Lions. No surprise there. Ah, Will, this one's going to be a tough game for you to pick. Yep. The last game of this week is the Saskatchewan Rough Riders into Edmonton to play the Eskimos. Eskimos are a five-point advantage. Who are you going to take, Charles? Hmm. Well, with that five-point advantage, it uh, sounds good to me, so I'll take the Eskimos. Edmonton. William, who are you going to take? Well, I was going to say it's a tie, but it can't be a tie because Edmonton would win because they already have a five-point advantage. So I'm going to say Edmonton, too. And I'm taking the Eskimos. I can't take the Riders. No way. Ain't going to happen. You can't You can't say that this year, by the way. We'll get Why? kicked off the air. Eskimos. Why, Why not? Because it's not, a, football not a legal, it's not a legal term anymore. I don't give a shit. It's my show. I'll do what the fuck I want. You're gonna get. You're gonna get hate mail, motherfucker. (laughs) (laughs) And that's new. (laughs) Yeah, you got a good point. More hate mail. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I'm an insignificant. What? What is it? Insignificant. (laughs) Morally challenged old timer. What is it? What's it? (laughs) No, I'm. Uh, he didn't say anything mentally. He already thinks I'm stupid. So, um, um, God, because you're making me laugh. Look? I can't. I can't because you're making me laugh. Um, insignificant, old, angry, jaded man. Okay. Oh yeah, it's the jaded part. I forgot. Yeah, that's me. Sign yeah. me up. Yeah. Insignificant, jaded, so. old-timer. 
insignificant, old, angry, jaded man. Oh, okay. So. Yeah. Okay. Okay, and I can say Eskimos if I want to. You can what? I can say Eskimos if I want to. Sure. Manfred Mandit. You would like. You would say whatever you would like. I mean, they didn't ask Manfred Mann to change his song, did they? Which song was that? Quinn the Eskimo. Oh, okay. Hmm. Whatever. Those were in non-politically correct days, okay? I'm not politically correct. I think I've heard that several times over, including this evening. Really? You're not? I'm surprised. I'm surprised. At, At what? That you're you're not PC good, okay? Well, would you talk to Anyways. me if I was? Probably not. You probably wouldn't yeah, talk to exactly. me. Exactly. <laughs> We'd have nothing in common. We we wouldn't, and and we couldn't pick on certain things with yeah. with great virility. Okay. Okay. So. Sparky, tell us who 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 wins these games, okay? We we need we need a season, and it's important that you take care of this. And you've already said that you would, so you can't back out now because it's like the eleventh hour. We're starting the season right. now. Okay, there. Sorry. So Charles, now you have segment one for the rest of the season. Okay. That right. Works. I'm just help, I'm just helping you out. Works for me. And it's a pretty big time waster. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, segment two. Segment three. Ryder signed to contract extension. Is the injury still out on him too? Huh? The jury. Is the jury still out on him? Oh, yeah. Not, not injury. injury. It's jury. It's jury. jury. Okay. That it, is a J, who, isn't it? Who, who are we talking yeah, about? Yeah, it looks like it's J. It got it's cut off. supposed to be the Cody jury. Fajardo. Right. Cody Fajardo, Christopher, is who we're talking oh. about. What was it? Did it actually? Did I cut it out, or was that really in there? It no, no. I can see a J, but it seems to mm-hmm. be cramped. Okay. Hang on, mm-hmm. I have to go look. Contract extension is Jerry out on him. Yeah. So it it the the thing doesn't actually say it's about Cody until like later on in the link, right? Sorry. Okay. You're right. Yeah. Okay. It's sorry. Right. That's a mistake. Cuz I yeah, delete no, right. the links. So when I put my schedule together, I delete the links so that it it goes on the page and I make it really big so I can read this without my glasses. Mm-hmm. And uh I did so I had no idea what this is about. Okay, Cody Fajardo. They the writers have signed him to a contract extension. He's not injured. Right. Okay, that was just CJ and a Freudian slip. Wishful thinking. No, I, that's not true. Well, uh, he anyhow. was injured. He was injured at the end of the 2020, 2019 season. I thought so. Anyhow, Didn't beside the point. So were most quarterbacks. Yes. Was that? Hopefully they've, hopefully Did... they've healed. Well, yeah. if you haven't healed in a year, you're screwed. So. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so Mike Riley says that he is uh, he feels the best that he has since he star- became a starter. 
I'm kind of yeah, excited but about that. You see, but you see, the thing about that is, okay, when you get when you get a year off, okay, your body heals, obviously. Oh yeah. Right. But you your reflexes go tear, away. But you don't have the wear and tear. But you know, I'm thinking those pains can come back after one or two games, okay? If you get oh, hit. Yeah. In 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 if 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 they don't protect Mike Riley, he might break this year because you know he's kind of gotten soft because he's had a year off, right? Mm-hmm. So there you go. Because you see, I I, I think that uh, you see it's amazing. I think one of the crappiest things about football is that they don't practice in full pads right now anymore. Okay. There's only a certain amount of a certain amount. And I mean, it's probably good for the fans because you guys don't get injured, but I believe Mm -hmm. MMA is the only sport because these guys practice like they, like they play and lots of guys get injured because lots of guys get injured because that's the only way you can practice. Okay. Let's face it. So I don't know. I'm just flapping my lips here. Keep on going. Mm-hmm. So let's see if Cody Fajardo is real this year. Yeah. Well, well that's, that's, the thing. that's the thing. I mean, we didn't see anything amazing out of him when he was in BC. He did get to play in some games, but nothing major. And then he just goes over to Saskatchewan, becomes a starter instantly. And it's just like, really? Okay. And he didn't play bad football, but was he on a good team or was it what? I don't know. So now my question question is is this. If, if, uh, what's his face? Oh, my God. Help me here. The the, the (laughs) concussed quarterback. Zach Caleros? Yes. If Caleros hadn't got hurt, would Cody Fajardo be in the CFL now? Fajardo who? Right, exactly. And, and he said that. He said that if Matt Nichols did not get injured in week one, I wouldn't be in the CFL right now. And he's right. just being honest and, and good for him. But, you know, then the, the Ryder fans, oh, he's so humble. and No, he's just being honest. Anyhow. Yeah. He's not humble. I was at the great. I was at the Great Cup in uh, in uh, was it Edmonton or when, or Calgary when when Cody Fajardo was in the Saskatchewan room and screaming about how they're going to win the whole thing next year. Okay, so he's not that mm-hmm. humble. Or I don't know if he did it just to get the fans frothing at the mouth or what. But who knows? Yeah, it was his Rod Peterson moment. Maybe. Okay. Um, is the jury still out on him? Well, I don't think the jury was ever out on him. Um, I, I just, I'm, I'm not convinced. And how, how do you anoint somebody, a, a massive superstar, when he hasn't even got a full season under his belt? Two words for you, Keith Spinners. Well, he did have close to a full season. Um, well, we, we, had, also, we did it with Casey Printers, and we did it with um, Jonathan Jennings too. So, but I also think I also think that Saskatchewan's defense had a lot to do with with their success that year. Okay, 
and so we'll see how good they are. Um, I mean, I, I think that uh, anybody with the last name of Dickinson is going to be a good coach, and I know that he's going to be a good coach. And you know, the other thing we haven't talked about, and, and you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna agree with me on this, Christopher. Believe it or not, they have what's his name as the uh, as the offensive coordinator in Saskatchewan this year coming up. Jason Moss. That's correct. And he's uh, had the number one pass. He's had the number one passer in the CFL for the last four or five years in a row. So yeah, yeah, he knows I, I what can't he's argue doing. that. He knows what he's doing. He's yeah. just a shitty head coach. Yeah, he's a <laughs> yeah. terrible. And he doesn't head have coach. to be a head coach anymore. So and and sometimes so, that's a good go. thing, you know. I mean, it, it's the same thing in, in real life for us. People work somewhere and they get promoted and they work really good and they get promoted. And eventually people get promoted beyond their ability and they get fired. Oh, all the time. All the time. Everybody. It, it happens everywhere. Yeah. Okay. All the time. And, and very rare do you ever have the ability to take a step back to where you were really good at. Yep. Right. Because you I get agree. up to the top, they I just agree. fire you. You're gone. And then you have to go start over somewhere else. You see, and I've never, I've never said this on this podcast because Jason Moss was always with an Edmonton, was with an Edmonton team, and I hate Edmonton. I always have hated Edmonton. I think I love Jason Moss's passion. Okay. Oh yeah. He, he loves. Yeah. He loves football. There's no doubt about it. Okay. But he to me, that. But the, to that, that uh, you can't have that temperament as a head coach. No, you because cannot. it rubs off on your players. That's no, the, remember no, what's his name? Barry in Winnipeg? Oh, him. Yeah, Doug Barry. He was Doug always Barry. over emotional. Doug Barry, do you see him losing his shit on the sideline? And he and never had good set? teams. Yep. I, I have heard a story about Jason Moss once upon a time. When Jason Moss was the backup in Edmonton, uh, they came into Calgary in the Western Final. And Calgary was killing them in the Western final. And they made a quarterback change at halftime. And it was Jason Moss who was the quarterback. And he basically, they said he basically walked, and I heard this from an inside person on the Eskimos. Apparently he walked into the, the, the huddle and told every one of his receivers, if you drop another fucking ball, I'm going to kill you. And they came back and they beat Calgary in that game. And you could see him on the field, and he was just willing that entire game because he wanted to win so bad it wasn't funny. And you can do that as a player with your passion, but it's not a head coach thing. You can do it as a coordinator because who's one of the best coordinators in the CFL that has that kind of passion for this sport right now today? I don't know. Who is it? Jeff Reinbold. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And he's a he's a he's a special teams coach and, and you can tell you can see his passion on the sidelines too. Okay. Yeah. And he yells at he yells at the referees constantly. And hey, he and yells at his players. That. He yells at everybody. Right. You can do that as not a head coach. Yeah. 
Yeah. The head coach has to be more of a stabilizing influence. Absolutely. And if you got Absolutely. some head coach going off and throwing stuff and te- throwing temper tantrums or beating up water bottles like Jason Moss is known to do, it, it, it just it it hurts the team. And, I mean, and let's let's face it, let's face it. When you're watching football, the only person you notice on the sidelines is the head coach. You don't notice the right? assistants. Okay. Well, you, you, you notice so the head coach can't do that. Well, yeah, mm-hmm. but that's because we're big football fans. I I don't think the average person would notice him. Well, I don't know how you couldn't, but that's beside the point. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. No. Okay. But your head coach needs to be your anchor. I mean, that's what Wally did. That's what um, Hoffnagel did. I mean, it's it, yep. all the best coaches just sat there totally emotionless unless mm-hmm. shit hit, really did hit the fan, right? Yep. I mean, very rare did you ever see Wally lose his shit on the sidelines. But, and when well, he did, it was look at all justified. the most successful coaches. Yeah, Wally was never over overly uh, emotional. John Hoffnagel was never overly emotional. Um, uh, Don Matthews was never overly em- emotional. A lot of these top-level coaches, uh, guys Mark that Tresman had a lot of like success in coaches, Mark oh, Tressman was Tresman. a statue. He was like he was did he, dead. Okay. Did he have an emotion? Did he have a I don't pulse? think so. I saw him blink a couple okay. of times. I mean, yep. yeah. But, I mean, these guys, a lot of these most successful head coaches are not uh, super emotional. They leave that to the uh, to the assistants. Yep. Okay. <sighs> okay. Where are we? We're, we're still talking about Cody Fajardo? Let's... Move. No, we're done with him. He's, he's we're done we'll see him. what he done. does here. Okay, so the next story this. here is the QB carousel keeps going around. Well, I, I looked at this story. I looked at the story, and it's kind of it's a three down nation, and I, I, I'm I'm confused at what they're trying to tell us here. Okay, so Levi Mitchell, Mike Riley, Trevor Harris, Cody Jardo, and Vernon Adams all have new contracts. Okay. Mm-hmm. All of them except Fajardo is through 2022. Okay? So there's still some stability long-term there in those teams. BC, Calgary, Edmonton, Montreal, and Saskatchewan. And if you look at it, Zach Caleros, Matt Nichols, Nick Arbuckle, and Dane, Dane Evans are all under contract for 2021. Okay? Where's mm-hmm. their Cuban carousel? Good question. I don't think it means as much as in like changing. I think it's more about all these quarterbacks that are renegotiating their um, renegotiating their deals. But that's not a carousel. No. I'm thinking they didn't use the word carousel in the right context because it it confused me too. Because I think pretty much everybody is set in terms of a quarterback. Yeah. And then some. So now let me ask you guys a question. If you guys were were a general manager 
on a football team, and it can be any football team you want it to be in the CFL. Okay. Where is Jeremiah Mazzoli going to end up at? So he's not under contract with the Hamilton Tiger Cats right now is what you're telling me. Um, I don't I, – I, Didn't he resign? Arch- it, it, yeah, it had something in this article about him. Um, it does. Um, because yeah, I was looking um, at that. Yeah. Okay, it says – Because I could swear that uh, – he had a, he had a torn ACL in week seven of the 2019 yeah. season. He missed the rest of the season and hasn't been on the field since. Hmm. He's a he's a pending free agent, so he's not yeah, officially free say, agent until March no. or February. No. And I don't know how they can keep two guys that are making good money. Did they well, not is Dane Evans making the... good money? He's not making good money. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think he is now. Because they say, or is he signed? Or he's under contract for 2021. Yeah, that doesn't but, I mean, mean they would have. Yeah, but they would have had to give him a raise. And if they didn't give him a raise, they're going to give him a raise. Yeah. So... And in my mind, where Mazzoli looks best for me, if I was a betting man. Ottawa? No, because Ottawa spent money on Nick Arbuckle. They're not going to bring him in, okay, unless they decide to cut Nick Arbuckle, which I don't know if they would do that. Um, I, I think he I, – Matt Nichols is there. Toronto's – Matt, Matt Nichols is there. Um, so they're paying him big money too, or decent quarterback money. So in my mind, I'm just going to throw it out there, I think he'd look great in Winnipeg. But Zach Caleros is there. Mazzoli? He's a far better quarterback. Yeah, but yeah, but how long but is that? But you got Caleros the injury you got to keep yeah. that in mind. And I don't care if it's been a year. It's a concussion. They're concussions. It can come back fast. One hit. One hit. So, I, I'd even like him in Calgary, to be honest with you. Well, he's not a backup, sort of quarterback backup quarterback in this league. Well, pardon me? He's not a backup quarterback in this league. I know that but it seems that everybody has spent all their money already on quarterbacks. And usually what that happen, means that happens was we lose, we never see those veterans again. So does, does it, if you're a general manager, does it make sense to bring Mazzoli in and cut your starter? No. Well, there's some situations, Okay. One Where? of the situations is is Ottawa. I mean, Nick Arbuckle is an unproven quarterback. And if hey, I what if was I his, sit around, what was and, his signing bonus? If, Do you just walk away from that? I don't know if there was any signing bonus because there's always a signing bonus no, on a quarterback that signs early. But there was no season last year. You still got the money. Did they even? Did they get their money? You sure? 
Yeah. Yeah, they got their money before COVID hit. Yeah. Okay. Okay, but still, I mean, Nick Arbuckle, he's unproven. And if I if I pretend to be Christopher Jones for a minute, he was only good because he played on a good team in Calgary. Okay. Well, I don't think he was that good even then. Well, no, he did win. He won six or seven games, I do yeah. believe. For Calgary. Yeah, for We're Calgary. We're going to find out how he, how he plays in, in, Toronto, in uh, Ottawa. <laughs> We're going to find out how he plays when he's shell-shocked. Okay. Yeah, I, I would much rather have Jeremiah Mazzoli, a seasoned veteran quarterback, than Nick Arbuck. I would rather have somebody... Jeremiah Mazzoli, a seasoned veteran, more than Matt Nichols in Toronto. If you had a choice between Matt Nichols and Jeremiah Mazzoli, is, is there a mm-hmm. choice? Well, I think that choice is closer than you think it is because neither one of them have ever won anything. Yeah, but at least uh, Jeremiah Mazzoli gets his team to the Grey Cup, even though it's an Eastern Division team. And how many times has he been there? Matt Nichols mm -hmm. has done dick squat in his career. Yeah, but Mazzoli hasn't been there that often. Twice? So... How do you figure twice? Was it not twice? I don't think so. Was twice? Um, Was it even once? Was it even once? Yes. When? Well, he was there in 2019. Yeah, but he was injured after the fourth game. Right. But not for the whole season. Yeah, he was. Oh, yeah. Hang on. Season. Sorry, sorry, sorry. My, I, I, I'm, I stand corrected. Okay. Um, 2014, that was Zach Caleros in Hamilton, that wasn't was it? That was Zach Caleros. Right. That was Zach Caleros. Okay, so I, I'm, I'm wrong. Jeremiah Mazzoli has not taken his team to the Grey Cup. He's taken his team as far as Matt Nichols has. But I like, I like, I like Mazzoli's skill set better than I like Matt Nichols. Because Matt Nichols is a Matt Nichols is a drop back passer. He doesn't run. So yeah, if I was a Toronto head coach, I'd make that move in a second. To be honest with you. Yeah. And we also don't know how Matt Nichols is going to perform in the East because it's True. a different game that's, in the that's East good point. than it is in the West. Yeah, yeah, but he's kind of played for Winnipeg, and they're kind of an Eastern team, aren't they? Not really. Well, no, they play the West more often than the East. And don't forget, he wasn't in Winnipeg. He was in Winnipeg for what two or three years? Because he was in Edmonton for two or three years. Yeah. So he's been in the West a lot. Mm-hmm. But you oh, never know; he might. He might go to the East and dominate if he's on a good team. He might be. When you think about, well, he, he has the potential to be the best quarterback in the East. I'm not saying he is, but he has that potential. Yes, he does. 
you're, you're hurting my head. Well, I mean, there's all kinds of once again. I think that says more of, about the quarterbacks in the East than it does about the uh, the Matt Nichols. But well, the Eastern quarterbacks, who are they? Vernon Adams Jr. Uh, Jr. Very much like Fajardo, Matt Nichols, and and Dane Evans. Yeah, those and are the Nick four Arbuckle. Eastern quarterbacks. And Nick Arbuckle. And Nick I said Arbuckle. Him. Nick Arbuckle. Yeah. Oh, did you? Okay. Yeah. I said him. He was number two. Okay. I said Vernon Adams Jr., Nick Arbuckle, Matt Nichols, and Dane Evans are the Eastern quarterbacks. Yep. Right. So that's what I said. I mean, I'm not saying he will be, and I'm not saying that necessarily means it's good, but he could be the best quarterback in the East. Well, three of the four are unproven, and one is, well, four of the four are unproven. Matt Nichols hasn't proved squad either. No, he hasn't. So somebody's got to be decent in that. I mean... When you're playing the no, East. no, no, no. We're talking about the CFL Eastern Division. Nobody has to be decent. Okay, but someone will probably look decent playing some of these um, other some Eastern of these teams. other lousy teams. And I mean, I, I would think right now I'm gonna. I would say, I mean, Dane Evans and uh, Vernon. I mean, Vernon Adams. If he doesn't come back this year with an attitude, he could be fantastic. Because he was pretty good last year, right? 2019, he, he was, was pretty good, good last year. If once he lost the attitude, he changed a whole bunch. He, he did, and Montreal looked like a decent team, and they're not. Right. So you have to put a lot of that on the shoulders of Vaj. Yeah, did he make it? He made them look. He probably made them look at better. <laughs> Some <laughs> it, it, it had to happen. Some, some nicknames I forgot about, <laughs> and I wish, and I'm sure Milt Stegall is hoping that people will forget about that too. Okay. Never. Yeah. Never. Okay. Not gonna happen. Because okay. this insignificant, jaded old timer is not gonna forget that. Uh huh. Oh well, okay. Savage, there we go. Savage, rather funny. Okay, so um, yeah, interesting, but I'm not, I'm not prepared to call it a quarterback carousel. I'm just, just not. No, it's not a quarterback carousel. But I mean, Mike Riley. Mike, if you think about it, if you think about it. Mike Riley has only really played on two teams, okay? Bo Levi has only played on one team, okay? Trevor Harris has only played on two teams. Three. No quarterback carousel. So. Three. Three. Toronto, Ottawa, Edmonton. Yeah, well, Ottawa was, or Toronto was a stopgap. No, he wasn't. He was a he was a starting quarterback when Ricky Ray got injured. Well, yeah, but it was a stopgap until Ricky Ray came back. And, and once again, it proves my proves my point. 
proves my point. Teams are not going to have two quarterbacks. Like two decent quarterbacks. They never have, they never will. No, you're going to have, if a, if a team has a respectable backup quarterback, then they have two mediocre quarterbacks. Because you can't pay yeah, yeah. a guy seven hundred thousand dollars for a season yeah. to be your number one quarterback and have your backup you making four hundred thousand. Unless, unless you fall into a position like Hamilton did with Dane Evans. Well, he I had, think in they had him for nothing. I think two thousand. I think two thousand nineteen. He was making a hundred and fifty k a season. Okay. Yeah. So and he but, well, took him to the great cup that's at almost all backup won. quarterbacks. All backup quarterbacks making, you know, eighty eighty to one hundred well, fifty thousand dollars what I'm, until what I'm, they what I'm actually is, play. What I'm saying is, you got a trip on an inter quarterback that's good, okay? Which sometimes it doesn't happen, and I and I also tend to wonder what the quarterbacks are going to be like in the CFL, like the backups, considering that you're not going to be carrying three quarterbacks on the active roster this year. You do not have to. Yeah, but most teams will not. I guarantee it. Well, that's up to them. Now, hey, this is a I question mean, that I had earlier this afternoon. I was thinking and I was going to wait and I was going to post it on the group, but then I wanted to ask you guys on, on the show because then it would be a good discussion. Was there ever an amended CBA between the Players Association and the league after this COVID strike? Not that we know Not of. Not that I remember. They, they were negotiating. They were talking about this. They wanted to have a new CBA created. where They were deciding what they were going to do with the season coming up, and they had to make an agreement on the season, and uh, then the season got canceled. Was there any type of an agreement between the two parties? Or do we still have we know of. grossly elevated um, minimum wage for new players? I have I they rolled know. back the salary cap? I, I'm, I I'm, assuming, I'm assuming right now they've rolled back the salary cap, but that may change. But on the other hand, Maybe they've already talked to teams, and teams have said, "Well, you know what? If if it doesn't stay the same, there's not going to be a CFL." Well, there would be. They'd just be the CFL with different players. Well, no, but what I'm what I'm thinking of is if you look across the league, think about the quarterbacks: Bo Levi Mitchell, Mike Riley. They've all taken pay cuts for this coming year. Mm-hmm. Okay. Is that to so, open up salary cap, or is that to reduce payroll? It could be both, but I I don't see how one year, one year, Bo Levi Mitchell's, for example, one year you're agreeing to a salary of seven twenty five, and then you sign this year for five fifty or something like that. Hmm. So there must be some discussion of this can't happen unless we do this, guys. And I mean, if well, I'm if I'm Bo Levi, if I'm Bo Levi Mitchell, I'd rather be making five hundred thousand dollars a season than nothing. There was a directive that was sent out, I believe, by the Board of Governors. I'm not sure, and it was to telling GMs to play closer to the salary cap floor 
than the scene. Right. And right. then there's there there was talk about this being uh, collusion and uh, you know the anyhow beside the point. Um, what team do you honestly believe is going to play closer to the floor than the ceiling? Not Saskatchewan. No, nobody. Mm-hmm. In my mind, nobody. Oh, Wally's gone, so there's no way BC is going to do it. I mean, Calgary might because John Huffnagel came from the Wally school of, of, of being cheap. Okay. I We we don't know what BC's going to do. We've got a brand new GM. That is correct. Or should I say GMs? Two GMs. <laughs> Two GMs. So... But I mean, is there? There's still, there are still quite a few players to sign before February fifteenth, is there not? Oh shit! The majority of teams, majority of every team. Right. I mean, I was looking at it, and most teams have signed the quarterbacks. Winnipeg has signed, you know, their two offensive tackles, which was important for them. You know, Calgary has signed some players today. Um, BC has signed some players. Yeah. So we're getting all of these announcements because we're talking about free agency is only what? Six weeks away, five weeks away. Yeah. Yep. There's going to be some serious signing happening really fast, or there's going to be a shitload of players on the free agents market. Right. Saskatchewan, the last time I have heard or have hit, Hard time signing Charlton Hughes. They just, they just signed uh, Josiah St. John. Right. And it's just like, why? Well, they're all, they're all, they're ha- I mean, Saskatchewan's having trouble with Hughes because they probably offered him shit money. And he's, yeah, been the trying to lowball him, obviously. He's been the sack leader in the CFL for three years now, four years. Yeah. Okay, but is he due for a decline? Well, but we say that every year, and he's still the sack leader. Eventually, it's going to be true. (laughs) Maybe, maybe he plays till he's fifty. Who knows? We say that about Solly too, and look where he is. He's the number one tackler year in year Uh out. Uh huh. I mean, look at what's his name in Montreal. That old defensive end. Who's that guy? I mean, Bowman. I don't he even retired. know if he's coming back. Bowman. John Bowman retired. Back. Did he for sure? Yeah. John Bowman retired. Oh. Yeah, I remember okay. that too, I believe. Okay, well, since we're talking about free agents, the next segment is uh, the top 20 free agents. Let's go take a look. Oops. Page oh, not found. Segue in there. You know, it 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 keeps doing that. It, uh, I don't know what's up with Three Down Nation, but you click on it one it time is, and it it doesn't open. It says page not found, and then you click on it another time, and it's all of a sudden page found. Well, I've clicked on it twelve uh, times. It's telling me the same thing. I know. Maybe it's getting Actually, consistent. Hold on. I'm gonna try something here. Um, 
top 20. Where the hell? There it is, pending free agents. Here, I'm going to send another link to the chat thing. So I'm on the page right now. So I'm going to send it right through to chat. Here, this should open it up here. Um, do, 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 do. There we go. Oh, I just got the there mini go. in there. There we go. Now it should open up. Okay, top 20 pending free agents. Uh, Justin Medlock. Ooh, interesting. Receiver, mm-hmm. Eric Rogers. Marcus Sale. Eric, Rog- Eric Rogers is going to play anywhere but Calgary. Anywhere Probably but not. Calgary? Say that again. What, what what did you say? He's going to play in Calgary? He's not going to play anywhere but in Calgary. Okay, okay. And, and I have no doubt about that. Uh, kicker, punter, Justin Medlock in Winnipeg. Uh, is Winnipeg going to bring him back? Uh, I'm sure they're going to try whether he goes back there or not. It depends. I I expect he'll go back. Oh, did you read this? It says he's arguably the greatest place kicker in CFL history. <laughs> um, sorry. <sighs> that was Bernie Ruoff. I I I can I could probably name six six kickers that are better. Bernie Ruoff, Louis Pisaglia, Dave Cutler. Um, Dave Ridgway was probably better. Um, that's four right off the top. Paul McCallum, I would say, would be better. Yeah, I mean, like I'm sorry. Who? What buffoon wrote this? Come on, John Hodge. He's normally pretty good too, but come on. He's not pretty good. He's three down nation. He's yeah. Okay, moving on. Marcus Sales. Marcus Sales. He he's a young guy, twenty six years old, uh, defensive back. He was with Winnipeg. Boundary halfback. Uh, he's an interesting person that is probably going to go off and test free agency unless Winnipeg actually throws a bucket full of money at him, because he's he's right now at the point where he's not he's young enough that he's not going to make much money. But he's he's proven himself worthy in the season, so mm-hmm. it, somebody might take a chance on him. Winnipeg is an idiot if they they throw money at him. But then we've we've proven that the GM, what's his name, Kyle Walters, he's done some dumbass things. So, uh, offensive tackle Chris Van Zeel. With Hamilton, he's bopped around from a couple of places. I don't know. He's 37 years old. I don't think he's a high-demand offensive tackle. Who? Sorry. Chris Van Zeel. Pay attention. Oh, okay. That's normal. 
Okay. I don't think he's going to find a, a home, or if he does, it's going to be for very low dollars. The, his, his only his only real point is that he's a Canadian. I think he'd look good in a Lions uniform, to be honest with you. I, I, uh, I would not argue see, my, my my opinion is the only thing the only thing BC should be doing right now is building is an O-line. Fucking, signing fucking offensive linemen no so kidding. Mike Riley doesn't get beat up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Uh, strong side linebacker, Don Unumba. Ottawa Red Blocks. It's always a good guy to have. Does he Canadian too? No. No? Okay. I'm, I'm still at the point where I don't think it should matter. Yeah. But it does matter. It does matter. Oh, what just happened? My Facebook went away. I'm starting to feel like Donald Trump. (laughs) Oh, God, that was funny. Okay. Um, Where are we here? Deontay Evans, defensive back, Montreal Alouettes. He's a good What's defensive that? back. Yeah. yeah, but he's not going. He's not going anywhere but Montreal or or an Eastern team because one of the reasons he left Calgary is because he was closer to family on the East Coast. So, ah. But he is that's a great fine. player. That's that's fine. No so he's he's up there. He's on the list. He's number fifteen on the top. Yep. Top 20, so so um, Defensive tackle, Micah Johnson. Yeah. I'd like to see him return to BC because we never got to see him in a Lions uniform. I'd like to see him actually play a game as a Lion. Yeah. I mean, we signed him last year in free agency from Saskatchewan. He had a lack, lackluster 2019 with the uh, Rough Riders. And... Uh, And he's a guy. He's a guy. I would say, is it him or is it the system? Right. Yeah. Uh, or yeah. But he's all, also has a lot to do with the teammates. It's the guys beside you. Well, that's what I mean. And well, I the, mean, the, the, that's you can't, different than a system. Right, but you right. can't get much better. You can't get much better than uh, Charlton oh my Hughes. God will. Thank you, Charleston Hughes. When he was his last year in Calgary, he was next to uh, <laughs> Derek Dennis. No, he was next to he's a defensive lineman. He was next to Jagarrett Davis. Okay, mm-hmm. so he's had lots of good guys to be next to. So I don't know why he didn't do well in Saskatchewan. Sometimes it just doesn't fit. Okay, so let's see how he does in BC if he even. I, and I'm sure, he, I'm sure he'll sign in BC. I would think so. Uh, if, if 
there's two different types of free agents here. There's the free agents who have been with a team and are now not signed with that team. So they're going to say, well, what, look what I'm going to do. But then you've got like people like Mickey Johnson who have signed, moved from one team to another and never got to play. I think those guys right. are, are, are more curious as to why they signed there for the 2020 season as to why they're going to be there in the 2021. But if yeah. you're with the, the team in, in, in 18, 19 and 20, or you want to move or whatever else, you know, you're signed for two years and at the end of your contract, then you might be moving around. I just yeah. don't think there's going to be a lot of movement in those, those players that like, I, I don't think so either. I don't think so either. So, Okay. Um, Brandon Rievenberg, offensive guard, Hamilton Tiger Cats. I don't think he's going anywhere. I, I think if Hamilton doesn't sign them, they're foolish. Yes. And, 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 you know, and I don't think that Hamilton right now is being foolish on anything. Nope. I think they're actually building themselves a pretty damn good football team. E- even though they're in the well, Eastern Division. They did have a pretty good one in 2019, too, so. Yeah. And I don't think they've lost much from that year. No, you're probably correct on that, Will. I've been following breaking news all night. What's going on? I got some breaking news happening here. Donald I think Trump popped up on my phone. No, I think Donald popped Trump up on my phone. Close it. Okay. Hang on. Oh, shit. Okay. Um, moving on. Who we got? McLeod Bethel Thompson, quarterback. Now, did he actually do something down in the NFL, or was it nope. the XFL? Nope. Did he nope. sign in the XFL Nothing. or something like this and then come back? Or Nope. No? Okay. He so, tried, he, but... so he's just a free agent. And I don't think there's too many teams out there that are looking for a McLeod Bethel Thompson. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but he, he's a pretty decent backup. Yeah, yeah, but he's also getting a little decent. long in the tooth, too. He's not a young boy. Mm-hmm. No, but he's still a pretty decent backup. And I I mean, think for the right team. price, I could see teams I could see teams uh, uh, picking him up for the right price, especially as a backup. He's but a guy that can work? actually come in and, and keep you competitive. Would he work for the right price? Well, that's maybe. That, I guess that's what his decision is, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, number 11, we have a defensive back named Patrick Levels. Again, Hamilton Tiger Cats. There's a lot of Hamilton Tiger Cats on this list. He's another ex-Calgary Stampeder. He's a fantastic player. So. Looks very versatile in the in the backfield. So. Yeah. This one scares me. With the limited finances people have these days, I wonder if Tenock is going to do his 
parade of Roadshow? CFL teams. <laughs> yeah. And then, the with, and then just sign with Montreal all over again. <laughs> yeah. uh, he, he He's not as good as his ego thinks it is. He's, he's a pretty. Are they ever? He's a pretty good player, but his ego is just too big. Just it doesn't work for me. Uh, receiver Greg Ellingson, Edmonton Eskimos. Five straight thousand-yard seasons. Yeah, I think he's lost a step. To be honest with you, I don't think he's got that takeover speed that he used to have Mm -hmm. and I wouldn't sign him to be honest with you receivers remember younger cheaper faster yeah I I understand all of that but he is back with Trevor Harris yeah and those two have some very good synergy yeah I think Edmonton keeps him for the right price. Is he going to go out on on the market? I don't think so. He'd be much better uh, staying with what he knows. A lot of slot backs who, I mean, you you last longer as a slot back than you do a wide receiver. Wide receiver, you lose a step quickly. And you can you can be two hundred and seventy five pounds, Nick Lewis, and have a thousand yard season, okay? Yeah. With ten yard with ten yard catches. Yep. Yeah, you so, can. As long as you're tough enough to go up the middle, so be it. Yep. Yep. I don't know if Greg Ellison is. I don't think he is. Okay, I wouldn't put him like in. Like I that. said. He always had that third gear that went by everybody. So, yeah. Okay, number eight is a linebacker, Cameron Judge, with the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. This is a Canadian. If he were to hit the open market, he would have, he, he would have a lot of teams coming after him. Probably. Yep. Yeah, I would agree with that. Canadian linebacker, good linebacker. He's 26 years old, so he's not over the hill or anything. So, No, he's a ratio-breaking linebacker. Yep. Exactly. So that's why he's valuable. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, number seven on the list is somebody who did not have a team last year. <laughs> Darrell Walker. Yeah, he's been, a, he's been a free agent for a while. And nobody's offered him that big money yet. And what do we say about receivers, Will? Younger, faster, cheaper. Younger, cheaper, faster. Yep. Yeah. I don't know. If he's got that, the same chip on his shoulder as he had in 2019, 2020, he might sit another year. I don't think teams are going to bust the bank this year for for a receiver. They shouldn't. They never should. But they shouldn't this year specifically, especially. Mm-hmm. Number six, Charleston Hughes. 
Saskatchewan has to sign him. Doesn't matter what he costs. It does. It just doesn't matter. I don't care. Well, that's, that's interesting. That's an interesting stat, isn't it? Which He's one? averaged zero point nine sacks per game since joining the Riders in two thousand and eighteen. Like that's almost a sack a game, right? Yeah. That's pretty amazing for a guy who's in his late thirties. Yeah. How do you argue with that? You can't. I'm gonna I'm gonna say that was a John Huffnagel mistake. Not his only mistake. He He's made quite a few. Well, he doesn't make too many like that. That's a big one. Well, it does. It's just when people demand too much money from him, and he believes in the philosophy of younger, faster, cheaper. Well, no, he has also, he's said in the news numerous times, if you if you are the best at your position in the CFL, you will not make the most money on the Calgary St. Peters. He's honest yeah. about it. Yeah. It's true. It's been so. like that for a while, ever since Huffnickel has been there. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and Wally was no different. No, no, he wasn't. And it, it really irks me whenever I see guys playing for other teams that used to be with Calgary because it makes me nuts. But whatever. Okay. Number five, linebacker, Simone Lawrence. Yeah, he's never leaving. He's never leaving Hamilton. Yeah, and I'm not a fan, so... He's he's going to stay in Hamilton unless they really absolutely argue with each other. Um, Brian Burnham, BC Lions receiver. Do you go for the philosophy of younger, faster, cheaper, or do you take a yeah, seven but he's year still, how, with four consecutive thousand years? How young is he? Is he thirty yet? I don't think I so. I think yes, he is. I think he's just he? thirty. Okay, he's in the prime, man. Oh, yeah, you don't ditch this guy, ever. Uh, April 3rd. I think you got to keep uh, him. He's going to be 31 in April. So before okay. the season starts, he's 31. Yeah. He's the premier receiver in the CFL in my estimation, so you, I don't he, think you'll walk from him. No, no. You You do what you have to do to sign him for Mike. Right? Yep. You just do that. Uh, number three, Andrew Harris. This is a tough one for me. I like Andrew Harris, always have. I think he's got really arrogant lately. Um, he's 34 years old. He's a running back. He's a Canadian running back, so he's a ratio-breaking running back. He's the highest-paid Canadian. That means that he's right up there with quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. Canadian quarterbacks. <laughs> no. 
There's no Canadian quarterback in this league that's paid as much as Andrew Harris. I know. So he's he's not paid as much as the quarterbacks in the CFL. No way. No, he's not. He, he is a lot of the backups. Yeah. He, he has paid more money than a lot of the backup quarterbacks in this league. Not the starters. Mm-hmm. I mean, Winnipeg's going to keep him. That's just inevitable, right? He wants to play football. Winnipeg is going to keep him because they're absolute idiots if they get rid of him. There'll be a revolt from the fans. The fans will be revolting. All the fans, Winnipeg fans are already revolting. We have to get rid of what? Anyhow, um, what are your thoughts? Andrew Hicks, would you sign him, Will? No, I don't like him. I never have. And I think as he gets older, he's going to have to do more and more fucking steroids, okay? And he's going to get caught. Did did have you guys see, did you guys see the press conference? Which one? Where he proved where he proved that the test was wrong? No. There wasn't oh, yeah, one. Yeah, we haven't and had that's that, what he claimed. Had that one yet. Okay, him yeah. and OJ are putting their money together to have yeah. a dual a dual one. So He said yeah, he kept saying, oh, I'm going to prove myself, uh, yeah. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, sure it's funny how he said that, and it never happened. I just don't yeah. like people who cheat. I'm sorry. I know, and that's why I don't like the Saskatchewan Rough Riders, because the entire team cheats. Right. They're morally bankrupt. Right. Defensive end, Jared Davis, Hamilton Tiger Cat. See, another Hamilton Tiger Cat. They got the most in here. But he's also a former Calgary Stampeder. You realize that if he, I think, in 2019 was his fifth fifth Grey Cup in a row. Okay? <laughs> so that's why people sign him, because he's a good luck charm to get to the Grey Cup. And he's a fantastic, he's a fantastic defensive end, in my mind. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hamilton will re-sign him. Yeah, probably. The number one quarterback, or number one... He's actually, I was going to say, he's actually a Facebook friend of mine, and he does actually answer me when I text him on Messenger all the time. Really? Yeah. He's a pretty cool guy. Okay. Uh, oh, do you know the show's over? Yes, Jer- it is. Wow. Jeremiah Mazzoli is the number one free agent. We don't know where he's going to go. We've already talked about him, so. Yeah, we have. So we got a whole mm-hmm. pile of things for next week's show, Charles. Apparently. I got to go good. Find, my, find my blog talk here, okay? Um, ooh, what do I do? I guess I sign off. This has been the Let's Talk Podcast, episode number 467. I really didn't do an introduction. This has uh, been your host, Christopher Jones, and I'll go around the table. It's a small table. And uh, say goodnight, guys. Charles, you're up. Do it. Goodnight, folks. Thanks for listening. Good to be back. We'll talk to you next week. And if I say will, then he'll just say goodnight and hang up. So um, we still actually have 40 seconds. Do we? 
Yeah, we do. We, we still got about 40 seconds, so we don't have to write, run away. I don't know why I did that so soon, and we could have finished talking okay. a little bit about things. But anyhow, we only well, got 30 I've got, seconds. I've got, a, I've got a better got a sign up? tonight. What's that? Thanks, everybody, for listening, for listening to an insignificant, old, angry, jaded man. I appreciate it. <laughs> I, I don't think you have the right order there. Doesn't sound. Oh yes, I do. It doesn't. An insignificant, old, angry, jaded man is what it said. And, okay. Uh, Good night. I goes over. Goes. Don't you love an extra hundred dollars in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. 